Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. And we're back on Dealing Together, where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller? I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free. Ooh, you got fleeced. Next caller, what's your deal? I paid for 20 tanning sessions, but had to use them in a month. Now I'm orange. Ooh, you got burned. Next caller? I traded in my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24+. Plus. Hmm, how's that bad? I got to choose from their best plans. So what went wrong? Nothing went wrong. And you're calling to... To request a song? You want a song. Of course. My choice is yours. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. And we return to Our American Stories. From 1959 to 1975, the Civil War raged on in the jungles west of Vietnam between the Kingdom of Laos, supported by the United States, and Laotian Communists, supported by North Vietnam. The hidden war saw great devastation, not only to the Laosians living in the middle of it, but to Americans fighting in it as well. One of those Americans fighting was Ed Sykes. Ed was the commander of the 184th Kansas Air National Guard and is a well-regarded fighter pilot. He is here to tell his story of service and a bond that was formed between him and another brother-in-arms, 
that lasted far beyond the end of the Vietnam War. And by the way, his son, Bart Sykes, will be doing a reading from his father's book. And Bart is himself a former Air Force pilot. Take it away, Ed. I decided I was going to be a fighter pilot pretty young. I had uh, gone to a movie, Sabre Jets, with a good friend of mine. Uh, it was about F-86s in Korea. And we were sitting out on the swings after that. His name was Butch Pasture, Frank Pasture. And we were sitting out on the swings, and we decided we were going to be fighter pilots. And uh, we followed through on that. But I was sort of dumb about this. I thought in order to be a fighter pilot, I needed to be a, an engineer. So I, uh, I headed off to the University of Wisconsin in Madison and uh, joined Air Force ROTC. Made sort of a fool of myself by being a young kid from Kentucky. And the first encounter I had with a military officer, Colonel Hosman, he threw me out of his office when I walked up and told him I wanted to be a fighter pilot. And he said, now you come back tomorrow for ROTC orientation. I said, I don't need to come back. He looked at me and said, young man, get out of my office. You come back to orientation tomorrow. Yes, sir. Anyway, I went through that whole process. I got married between my uh, fourth and fifth year of uh, the engineering curriculum at Madison. Uh, Mary and I met on a beach in Chicago. And it just happened that same guy who had talked to me about being a fighter pilot was the guy that was with me when we met Mary and uh, another friend of hers. And somehow, I don't know why she put up with me, but she did, and uh, we were married a couple years later, and the rest is history. When I graduated from college, I went to flying school at Reese Air Force Base, Texas, and somehow in my mind, I, I came up with this idea that I wanted to fly the best fighter that the Air Force had, and at that time, the F-105 was the airplane that was probably the best fighter, but it was also the fighter that had the most dangerous mission. So like a dummy, I worked hard to get myself in that position. Here's Ed's son reading a quote from his father's book. You love a lot of things if you live around them, but there isn't any woman and there isn't any horse, nor any before, nor any after, that is as lovely as a great airplane. And men who love them are faithful to them, even though they leave them for others. A man has only one virginity to lose in fighters, and if it is a lovely plane he loses it to, there his heart will always be. Ernest Hemingway. Here's Ed's wife, Mary. When he got his assignment, he was at work. He called me at our apartment. He said, Mary, I got the 105. I said, the what? The 105. <laughs> and I cried. Because... <laughs> yeah, a lot of people were getting killed in that. And yeah. it was at that point that I decided to start trying to get pregnant and have a baby. So if he got killed, I'd have something left. Yeah. But. As a matter of fact, she did get pregnant yeah. um, here at McConnell when I was going through training. And when I left for uh, Southeast Asia, she was six months pregnant with our first child. So yeah, that, that departure from uh, from the United States when I was on my way to Thailand was uh, 
Well, it was just pretty emotional, I guess, for both of us. Uh, I could feel that little kid kicking in her stomach and, and uh, both of us wondered if I ever get to see him. We didn't know it was a little boy at the time, but it did turn out to be a little boy who subsequently graduated from the Air Force Academy and was uh, spent his career as an F-16 pilot. Made me proud. All my kids made me proud, right? <laughs> anyway. Hemingway nailed it. The F-105 Thunder Chief was that fighter for me. Few men on this planet ever got a chance to strap a beautiful fighter to their back and give it life. I lost my virginity, as described by Hemingway, in the F-105 in 1968, and would go on to fly other fighters, but somehow, the thud, as it was called by its pilots and maintainers, will always hold my heart. Why did you get so enamored with that plane? I think it's called testosterone. <laughs> I, I, think, I think there are certain people that just have this, I, this chemical need to go out and do stuff like that. Uh, it was actually built as a penetration bomber against the Russians. We needed an airplane that would go really fast, carry nuclear weapons into the heart of, of Russia, or the Soviet Union at that time. That was why they built it, and it was built to go super fast. It was a Mach 2 airplane. It was at, on the deck, this is at sea level, that airplane would go well past the speed of sound and uh, like almost a thousand miles an hour on the deck. It was pretty, pretty amazing to sit in the cockpit of an airplane going that fast. In fact, I had the opportunity to go supersonic below sea level. Now you've probably never done that. <laughs> but supersonic below sea level is pretty amazing. Just watching things go by. Actually, you don't look at anything on the side. When you're going that fast, you're looking straight ahead. Everything else is a blur uh, because you're going as fast as a bullet. I mean, you're really going fast. And there was a movie that came out while I was in flight school. It was called There Is A Way. And it was a story of the F-105s uh, flying missions out of Karat, Thailand. And it was pretty exciting. And they interviewed some of the pilots and stuff. As soon as I saw that, I said, yep, that's me. Well, they showed that to the wives, too. Yeah. But I don't remember any fatalities happening <laughs> during the movie. No, there weren't any <laughs> Even fatalities. though all of us knew them. Uh, it was all this great stuff. The other thing that motivated me was if you got to fly the 105 in Southeast Asia and you completed 100 missions, you got a patch that you could wear on your arm. It's called the 100-mission patch. I wanted that patch so bad. <laughs> uh, that was the reason. It was it was pure and simple stupidity. But you know, I I, I wouldn't trade it for anything. Well, I think watching from the periphery, the um, seduction about those airplanes is that they are with another group of men who know exactly what they're talking about when they talk about, oh, I did this, I did that. And it's that lifestyle of being with a small group of people that really you can share everything with, all the exciting things, all the terrifying things. And um, that's part of the attraction. 
there's a there's a hell of a lot of bonding that goes on between fighter pilots who go to combat together or who have shared that experience of going it's just it's hard to hard to explain but it is a bond it is a bond of brotherhood and, and like I said at Dave's uh, eulogy uh, he was a brother uh, because that's exactly the way I felt You've been listening to Ed Sykes, his bride, Mary, and his son, Bartz. And by the way, when you join the military, it's a family affair. It's not just the soldier. He got the idea to be a fighter pilot by watching a movie when he was a kid. And when he announces to his wife that he got the 105, she said a lot of people were getting killed in that. She didn't quite have the enthusiasm he did about landing his dream plane. The thud, by the way, it's called. When we come back... More of the story of Ed Sykes, his family, and that band of brother aviators here on Our American Stories. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. What up, everyone? It's Lunchbox from The Bobby Bone Show, and I'm here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get you anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. 
Visit Symbionica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbionica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. And we return to Our American Stories and our story with Ed Sykes, author of The Patch and the Stream Where the American Fell. When we last left off, Ed was telling us all about how he became a fighter pilot. It was an early dream of his after watching the war film Sabre Jet, and it was a dream he managed to chase down, eventually becoming the pilot of an F-105. Ed would be sent to fight in Vietnam, and while stationed in that neck of the woods, he'd become close to a fellow pilot, a brother named Dave Dynan. Let's get back to the story once again. Here's Ed and his son Bart's reading from the aforementioned book. Went to Southeast Asia, flew 118 combat missions in the 105, got shot at a few times, did not get shot down, uh, luckily, but I had a good number of my friends who were shot down, uh, and a number of them died. At any rate, uh, in 2009, I was, uh, something I did every year is I planted my garden, I planted my potatoes on St. Patrick's Day, and it just turned out that one of my friends who had been killed, a guy named Dave Dinan, had been shot down on St. Patrick's Day in 1969. And I always wondered what had happened to Dave, and I'll tell you, uh, one of the reasons that uh, Dave meant so much to me was while he was, it was sort of interesting. Another friend of ours, another lieutenant, Bob Zukowski, had been rooming with Dave Dynan, and Zukowski got killed in oh, January of 1969. And Dave and Bob Zukowski were very close friends. Dave was a pretty sensible guy. He was very smart. He had a degree in physics from uh, a university out on the East Coast. He had attended MIT for quite a while. But anyway, Dave was, uh, I, could, I could tell he was not very happy about what had happened. And Dave, because Bob was gone and I had just arrived, they moved me in with Dave and he was now my roommate. And he would sit around and because he had probably 75 missions by now and he had a lot of experience. And I, would, I still remember it, him sitting there and said, saying, Ed, only dump is strafe gun sights. Talking about taking your gun and trying to shoot uh, another gun sight or a gun sight on the ground. He said, you know, you're moving, he's sitting there stationary and, and you're gonna lose that. And I'll be damned if he didn't get shot down strafing a gun sight. And I think it was because this whole brother thing, you know, it was, he was really upset that he had lost Bob Zukowski. Uh, and he just started doing some stuff that he knew he shouldn't be doing. He told me not to do it, but he was out there doing it and uh, it cost him his life. I think he wanted some revenge. I don't know if that's what it was, but he jumped out of an airplane. He came down in the parachute, hit the ground. A PJ, a, a pararescue jumper, in uh, a Jolly Green Giant came in to pick him up. They found his body, he was dead. He was wedged between a tree and a rock 
They thought they were getting shot at and they left the body. And I knew that while I was still uh, in Thailand, but I had no idea that they hadn't recovered his body at the time. But a couple days, or actually the day after I got, after Dave was shot down, my squadron commander told me that I was gonna be the summary courts officer for Dave. And what that meant was I was gonna pack up all of his belongings, put them in a box for delivery back to his parents, and then I was required to write a letter to his parents. While I was doing this, uh, I got a knock on the door, and it was uh, a young lady who I recognized. She was an intelligence officer, one of the very first uh, females in the combat zone uh, during uh, Vietnam. Uh, her name was Val Galula, and Valerie knocked on the door, and I said, hey Val, what's going on? She was crying, she was really upset. And I said, uh, what is it, Valerie? And she said, well, could I have a couple of Dave's things? And I said, Valerie, I've read the, uh, the orders that I have, I can't give you anything of Dave's. And she said, well, would it make any difference if I told you we're gonna be married Saturday? I said, well, Valerie, uh, I don't know. Uh, I really don't have an idea. I didn't realize you were gonna get married. She said, go ask Father Gene Gasparovic. He was the Catholic chaplain, and he'll let you know that we were supposed to get married on Saturday. So I went over to visit my good friend, Father Gene, really great guy. And he said, Ed, I know why you're here. And I asked him about uh, Valerie and Dave, and he said, uh, Yep, they're gonna get married Saturday, and uh, unfortunately, uh, that's not gonna happen. Went back to the hooch, the hooch was the room we lived in, completed packing his stuff. The next morning, Valerie came by again, and this time she was really, really upset. And she said, Ed, did you go talk to Father Gene? And I said, well, yes I did, Valerie, and uh, he told me that you were gonna be married Saturday, and I said, well, and she said, well, does it make any difference? Can I have those items that I want now? And she said, uh, and I said, Valerie, I've read the regulation. I don't think I can give you anything because it belongs to the family. She looked at me and said, Ed, would it make any difference if I told you I'm pregnant? And I said, uh, what would you like? And I gave her a couple of, a little teddy bear, a bracelet, and maybe a necklace. Some stuff that I'm sure the parents wouldn't have recognized the value of, but. Uh, and in those days, if you became pregnant, a female became pregnant in the Air Force, you're out of there. They simply discharged you. So within a couple days, Valerie was sent back to the U.S. And uh, one of the things, I've talked to her since, but one of the things she talked about was when she hit the U.S. in California in uh, the airport at San Francisco, she pulled her wedding dress out of her bag and threw it in the trash and she, she was obviously distraught. At any rate, going back to 2009, I had planted my potatoes and I thought of Dave. And that same year, my son was uh, stationed at Washington, D.C. He was taking language training uh, to go to Moscow, Russia. He was gonna work in the embassy there. So I went to Washington, D.C., went to the uh, War Memorial, the Vietnam Memorial, looked at all the names of of guys that I'd flown with who I knew had been killed over there, and it turned out that three of them had not had their, their remains brought back to the U.S. Uh, 
I can't even begin to explain <laughs> how bad I felt about that. These were all guys I knew. They were guys I'd fought with. I'd covered their six o'clock and they'd covered my six o'clock. And I thought to myself, you know, the worst thing that could have happened to me is that I'd been shot down and my body had been left on the ground in Laos or North Vietnam or wherever. It just, it just didn't seem right. So I decided then that I was gonna go find Dave Dynan's remains. People would occasionally ask me what motivated me to continue the search. And I would talk about Dave's family and our friendship and in a few cases, Valerie. But I would never state what was really my driving force. My country on this issue is an embarrassment and I want to fix it. And what a story you're hearing from Ed Sykes about this brotherhood of aviators and the loss and the price paid for serving during times of war. He lost not one but several friends, pals. And that story of his friend Dave Dynan and his to-be bride Valerie while finding out that that wedding would never happen and that she'd be raising a child without the love of her life. These are the reasons we tell these stories and they move us. And for all those still serving now, prepared to fight for us, that same risk is there for anyone in uniform. When we come back, the story of Ed Sykes, the story of so much more, his family and the families that served during the Vietnam War here on Our American Stories. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey guys, Rob Parker here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. Making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck like the rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower further than ever before or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma delivering trail dominating power and captivating style the new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true and with the new available tech this legendary truck is getting even better and when you buy a Toyota truck you buy Toyota dependability meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future so visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. 
Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great-tasting all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. And we return to Our American Stories and the story of Ed Sykes and his brother-in-arms, Dave Dynan. When we last left off, Ed had come to the conclusion while planting potatoes on St. Patrick's Day, years after the Vietnam War, that he'd find out what happened to Dave Dynan's body. He would find out that not only were Dave's remains never recovered during the war, but they hadn't been recovered after either. So he made it his mission to give Dave a proper burial in the United States. There was one problem. Let's get back to the story. Here again is Ed Sykes, his wife Mary, and his son Bartz, reading from Dave's book, The Patch and the Stream Where the American Fell. Didn't know where to start. Uh, first thing I did is uh, start looking for his family. I remember that Dave was from New Jersey, and one night, as I was having trouble getting to sleep, my mind threw out a name, Nutley. It's amazing how much the human brain has stored in its hard drive and how it can sometimes spit out a detail without any reasonable explanation. I got out of bed and wrote Nutley down on a notepad in my office. The next morning, I found Nutley printed on my notepad and went straight to Google to see if it was a real place. Bingo, it's a town in New Jersey. I then Googled Nutley, New Jersey dining, but got no results. I finally found he had two brothers left. Over the holidays, my youngest son, Ezra, brought his fiancee, Jill Rockoff, to visit us in Kansas. She was a lovely, fun-loving young lady who had played hockey for Dartmouth. She and Ezra were settled in Boston with good jobs and were going to get married the following August. We talked about the wedding, and Mary and I agreed we would host the rehearsal dinner. We also decided to make a trip to Boston in February to do some planning and pick out a site for the dinner. So, what does this have to do with Dave Dynan? It turns out, a lot. Mary and I packed our bags and made the trip to Boston. When we arrived, Jill and Ezra drove us to Hingham, Massachusetts, where we had been invited to stay with her parents, Mark and Beth Rockoff. And Mark provided us with a great seafood dinner that evening. During dinner, he mentioned that on Sunday mornings, he always walked down the street to the Atlantic Bagel and Coffee Company to pick up a week's supply of bagels. I asked him to let me tag along. I'll leave the house at 7.30. Are you up for that? Don't leave without me, I replied. Early the next morning, we made the short hike to the bagel company. Mark placed his order, and we sat down with some coffee waiting for the order to be filled. Have you lived here all your life, Mark? 
No, my family is from New Jersey originally. Doesn't hurt to ask. Are you familiar with Nutley? Sure, it's a short drive from where my father owned a tailor shop in Elizabeth. I went on to ask him if he had ever known any Dinans while he was growing up. Don't remember anyone by that name, but I'll ask my father if he knew the family. I mentioned my search for Dave's remains and he was interested as I explained the circumstances of Dave's death and my unsuccessful quest to find the Dinan family. When Mark's order was ready, we took the bagels and headed back to their house. Mark's curiosity about Dave had clearly been aroused because when we got back, he took me to his computer and entered Dave Dinan, U.S. Air Force, 1969. There were several hits, and as we went through them, I recognized them as items I had seen before. However, he selected one I had not seen. As I read it, I exclaimed, I didn't know he graduated from MIT. The cobwebs in my brain suddenly broke loose, and I remember Dave telling me back in the day that he had started out at MIT, but had finished somewhere else with a degree in physics. I also remember discussing science issues with him as we had similar backgrounds. Mark then volunteered, I'm an MIT graduate. I'll bet I started at MIT about the time Dave graduated. Next week, I'll contact the Alumni Association and see if they have any information on Dave's family. Mark, bless his soul, got right on it. After a little research through the MIT files, Mark found the following article in the MIT Alumni Magazine. Air Force pilot, Lieutenant David Dinan III, 65, was killed in the line of duty in March of 1969 in Laos after he was forced to bail out of an F-105 jet that had been hit by ground fire. His name was the last to be added to the war memorial in Lobby 10. The class of 1982 has been the sponsor of the Vietnam Memorial plaque in Building 10 since its inception and paid for the engraving. MIT MAA, the MIT Military Alumni Association, is working with MIT staff to ensure that the memorial is updated to include all conflicts since 1969. If you know of an MIT alum who was killed in the line of duty, please contact Fran Marone. Fran Marone was an administrative assistant for the Dean of Students. Mark sent an email to Fran. Within a few days, Mark received an email back from Fran. This is a bittersweet surprise that you would contact me concerning David Dinan's memorial at MIT. Yes, this is very much a coincidence that your daughter's future father-in-law was a pilot with David. Perhaps he, the future father-in-law, is in touch with, or will now, because of this email, be in touch with Charles Dinan Jr., David's brother. Uh, I talked to those two brothers, told them what I wanted to do, and they laughed and said, uh, there's no reason to do that, Ed. We gave up 25 years ago. Uh, we, we don't expect that you're going to find anything. I said, well, do you mind if I try? He said, no, we go ahead and give it a try, and, and I told them that I wanted them to become more involved with the bureaucrats that ran the system and I asked them to come uh, with me to Washington DC and meet some of these people and let them know that the family wanted those remains returned. And they agreed to do that. Over the next few years I made three trips to Laos uh, looking for any clues or any idea of where Dave's remains might be. And this is the part that, that I figured would, would make a difference is by now I was 68 years old and I was over there stomping around in the jungle doing the work that these guys from the 
recovery teams were supposed to be doing. Mary was not all a big fan of this when I started. Well, you, you tell what I you... can say a few things. Let's make this real. <laughs> yeah, you say a few things. When he, when he first said, oh, I'm going to go over to Laos and find his body, I thought, oh my God. I said, if you get attacked by the Laotian tribesmen, or fall in a crater or something, I am not going to come and get your body. So. <laughs> and it worked. They started paying attention to me, and then when I brought those two brothers in to Washington, D.C., they really started getting interested. And then finally, after a couple of years, we found that P.J. who had gone down, found Dave's body, and asked the people, the bureaucrats, to take him back to Southeast Asia and look for any clues of Dave's remains. They went back uh, and just luckily found uh, Dave's ID card laying on the ground in uh, way up in northern Laos in a real obscure place. At any rate, uh, this PJ came back and he called me up on the telephone through some kind of magic telephone line. I was, uh, it was real early in the morning. Mary was uh, uh, doing something. I think she got the phone call in the house. I was outside and I just had a really nice little litter of pigs and I was really happy the sun was shining and I was walking to the house and Mary opens the uh, sliding glass door and said hey Ed it's it's uh, it's uh, Leland Sorensen on the line Leland was the name of the guy I got on the line with him and he said hey Ed you're not gonna believe this but we just found Dave's ID card laying on the ground way to hell out in, in the sticks in, in the jungle. Uh, he said, I can't believe it. And I said, I can't believe it either, Leland. But from then on, now that the, the uh, bureaucrats had all kinds of interest in going back and looking for the body. A couple years later, I went over there and did some little coercion to make sure they got to that site and looked for his remains. They went and started looking for his remains, immediately started finding bone fragments and uh, teeth and some other stuff. They sent it back to the laboratory where they uh, checked on the remains. It's in uh, Hawaii. They did the DNA, DNA samples that had been sent by uh, the brothers and uh, said, hey, that's him. And in uh, April of uh, 2018, we set up a recovery uh, ceremony at uh, Arlington. They flew the body in from Hawaii, landed at Reagan Airport, and I was lucky enough to be asked to do the eulogy for Dave at the chapel at Arlington. It was probably one of the best days of my life. It was pretty phenomenal that I could stand in front of all these people who knew Dave and had been around him and said, hey, we're not gonna quit. We're gonna, we're gonna find Dave's remains, and we did. Uh, it, was, uh, it was pretty neat. The story of Ed Sykes and his family, of Dave Dynan and his pals lost in combat, and the story of so much more here on Our American Stories. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, 
the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places.